0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live, rarely on a Sunday. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Hannah Louise. Hello. Hey. How are you doing?
1: I'm good.
0: Hannah's under the weather, everyone, so (laughs) (laughs) be kind. Be kind to Hannah. And as tradition... My own tradition, every time a Marvel movie comes out, Cinemania Live, we have to have Larry on from the box office show. So Larry's here. Hello, Larry. How are you? <laughs>
2: hey, I didn't even realize uh, that this was the case until Larry Dwayne was like, was What like, tradition Yo.
0: are you talking about? I said, it's tradition. What, <laughs> God damn it. what are you me?
2: What's going on, Dwayne? And now we got old sickly boots over there. And I'm <laughs> like, Maybe oh, man. <laughs> I can just feel the infection seeping through the computer, like right oh, yeah. through the microphone. <laughs> you understand this twitching and all that shit. It's looking like Nana. <laughs> So and twisted. She got a little bit of that mushroom growing out that nose
1: mm-hmm. Honestly, it would probably be better than this <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: a mess. Um, Okay, everyone, we are going to be talking about some things here today We have some stuff, I guess, to get into Of course, we're going to be discussing Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania for a little bit as well And some of the Marvel updates that's been happening As far as their release dates and all that stuff but as always kind of like to go around and get see what you guys are watching see what's going on you know let's start with you hannah what you been doing what's
1: up um, i started kind of re-watching six feet under i don't know if you guys know what that is
0: i don't know what that is what is this
1: it's an hbo show um, it's an older HBO show. I think it came out in like. Hold on, let me see when it came out. It's <laughs> under. I think it was like 2000. Yeah, 2001. So literally Jeez. old as me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I'm about to say, were you like uh,
1: <laughs> as old as me? Uh, I watched the first two seasons of it a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. and now I'm rewatching it for my movie club. I didn't recommend it. Somebody else did. And yeah, it's literally one of the best HBO shows that I've seen. And I don't know why oh. more people don't talk about it. It's oh. about a family who runs like a morgue, but in the first episode, uh, their father dies. And it's like them trying to take over with like an estranged son, one of them's gay. Like, yeah, um, a lot going on. I love it. It's super good.
0: Six feet under, Larry. You ever heard of that? I've never heard of it.
2: Yeah, I heard of it. I just never watched it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it was pretty popular back when it was on.
0: Yeah, what the hell was I doing in two thousand one? I don't know, like school. I think I was like six.
2: It's
0: like six six or seven.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you were the baby still.
0: (laughs) I was watching six. (laughs) I was watching those six feet under. Watching SpongeBob, baby.
1: Well, (laughs) because I I remember like it being on. On Sundays, because my parents were big, like, HBO people. Like, they watched this Pranos every Sunday. They watched mm-hmm. this every Sunday. So I remember it being on, like, when I was younger.
0: Um. Yeah, I never heard of it, but... Is it on HBO Max?
1: Yeah. Oh, pretty cool. I what know. else? That's it? My dude, Michael
2: C. All's in it.
0: <laughs> he said, for now, Larry. <laughs> 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 for now. Uh, Larry, how about you? You been catching up on anything? Watching anything? What's up?
2: Uh, so I watched this little gay romance yesterday called i I've heard. I, age. I've
0: heard some things about it. Is it good or what?
2: Yeah, it's really good. It's another, you know, kind of a little bit sad, a little bit in your feels, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, existentially type of gay romance, which is my genre. So I was on board. Uh, it's Australian, which I didn't know. Oh, but- it was it was really good so people should give it a shot check it out uh, it's only playing in a few theaters around me and like five theaters around here so uh, it's a it
1: 2023 weekend. release
2: well i think like i think it released maybe in australia in 2022 but yeah it's a, it just released in the us this weekend oh
0: man so it's in theaters okay cool. i thought yeah I thought so it's in theaters it. right now my be seeing
2: everything, man. So I listen. saw that damn Marlowe with goddamn. You Liam did, I and, I and I and
0: <laughs> I I I actually do want to see it. Was that good? I actually want to see that.
2: Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, okay. so, look for once. See if you know I'm telling <laughs> Dwayne to stay his ass at home. You know, because I'm always trying to get that man into a movie theater. But listen, you <laughs> ain't need Harlo? to go to no theater for it's a, a Marlowe.
0: It's a new Liam Neeson. I just like I like I don't know I like. The, but it's not like it's typical. Like, I will say It's that. like, it's like not set his, in the... Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Um, What's her name is in it?
2: It's like set in like the 60s, right? Jessica Lang is in it. Um, Lange, that's yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah like, it's set back in the day in like old Love Hollywood. That. Yeah, I like movies like that. Yeah, so it's not. I was like, okay, maybe this could do something. Because it's not like Liam Neeson just running around, action, punching people. No, it's different than that. But, oh, I don't know that script. Mm-mm. But that's about... It, I need to start re watching all these old Disney movies because I'm about to be on this like ranking podcast mm-hmm. where I rank literally every single Disney animated film that's ever been released. Um, yeah. and some of them early ones, I'm like, oop, I have not watched these little package films, um, like The Three Color Brails or whatever. I haven't, I ain't watched mm-hmm. all that yet. So, and there's some <clears> old <throat> ones that I've watched, but not since I was little, like Great Mouse Detective and stuff. So, I'm like, Oh my, I need. I need to refresh on some of these old ones, but that's that's the next step in my rewatching stuff.
0: So that's what's been going on with you. I guess for me, um, what the fuck am I doing? I've mostly been playing some video games. That's pretty put much that, it. Put that game down. <laughs> Don't 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 <laughs> say
2: it. I edited myself. I edited
1: it up since the first night that I bought. Oh. It.
0: I've noticed, and I was like, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to start with Hannah. Oh. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous yeah. for me to spend eighty dollars on a game and I mean, not play it
0: i told you i i don't know why you don't nobody listens to me I, as soon as i understood what kind of video games hannah is in i said hannah i know you love this blank this type of this world or whatever and the movies but you're not about to vibe with no rpg open world you know why because i got hannah to watch to play the spider-man game and that's when it hit me and i was like Mm-mm, open i did world finish order.
1: spider-man though i finished yeah. it
0: but I was like, open worlds. It's not Hannah's thing. Hannah was like, "Why do I have to do this and that?" And I was like, "It's an open world game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not a linear Last of Us. Like, it's not that." So when Hannah was like, "Oh, I'm going to buy it," I said, "Hannah, why?" She's like, "I want to make my own character." I said, "Okay, and then after that, then what?"
2: Paid eighty dollars to design a little character. A little character.
0: Like, yeah when you could just go on like any of the little ai things and do one right there she was like i'm gonna buy this game to design my character and then just not pick it up ever again i, was, <laughs> man, I am crying i was like what what every i heard every I mean, day
1: because i like the experience of gaming i do but every day i wonder if i didn't start with the last fuss if i would like actually enjoy bitch, an open that's world why game or like
0: Something any like other that. any other game it's not as soon as i as soon as i realized that okay you're into naughty dog which naughty dog there they don't do open world they do open world little sections in their video games but they don't do open world games um i was like everybody's recommending all these games i'm like y'all need to let it go pack it up she's not playing no <laughs> she's not playing Ghost. she's not playing god of war it's not happening because lord I, and i'm sick too like this is ridiculous but for me i've mostly been just been watching i've been watching the creed movies again to get ready for creed 3 i'm pumped okay. I saw that billboard yesterday at the theater and it looks great and i'm excited that final
1: trailer they released is so good i didn't watch
0: it yet because like i don't need no more trailers bro
2: how sad you gonna be if michael b jordan is a hot mess as a director though <clears> yeah, i don't know Listen like, early this is sloppy
1: Early reviews have said <laughs> that it's excellent. So,
2: all right. Well, I'm I don't trust a damn early review, I see. But <laughs> especially this is like a premiere review,
0: though. I agree.
2: People see that's why everybody wonders why I'm so crazy. I be trying to dip and dodge all that because it's too much for me. I can't handle it. You know, <laughs>
0: uh-uh. sometimes you can learn some things from Larry, and that is one of the things that I've learned from Larry over time. Cause I was one of those guys who were like, "Oh man, I'm staying up for first reactions. Let's do it! First reactions, first reactions." And then over time, I'm just like, "These first reactions are the same every time. Every movie, it's the, it's just the same." I loved it. That's it. It's like, okay, what, what about it? And it's, oh my god, them first reactions for Ant and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, they do not work with what I saw. And I saw the damn thing twice. And
2: Ooh, I love the Marvel fans who was ranting and raving about how amazing it was and they gave it like a seven.
0: I know who exactly you're talking.
1: About. I know
2: exactly what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: And i read that I too. Saw as and the way MCU it,
0: fan. Yeah, literally,
1: the way it started was like I think real MCU fans will love this. Like, what are you I was talking
0: like, about? What the I was
1: fuck like... even mean? Okay, I know <laughs> me other like, than Leo, what? other than Leo, me in the Cinemania like
0: group,
1: <clears> I am probably the biggest MCU defender. Other than Leo, Leo has me beat, right? Wait, I've it's the
0: thing between being a Defender movie. and being a fan, though. I'm an MCU fan. If I wasn't a fan, I wouldn't be watching oh, these movies.
2: Nah, Leo would be Defender.
0: But <laughs> well, Defender, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, you and, Han- I you and Leo you a boy. Nice.
2: Look, want to roast, roast him real quick. Hold on, I knew his terms right away. Look, Leo, come take a <laughs> seat in the front. I got to roast him real quick. Um, <laughs> no, tell me why this boy, he came out the theater and was like, meh, I'm sad. I didn't love it. And then once we all started jumping in. And talking that shit, <laughs> why was he swinging for his life? Alex like too. Ant-Man Alex was, was like, "Movie."
0: <laughs> Alex went on the review because at least Leo, you know, that's you can't at least like that's Larry's experience. But I got Alex on record. I got him on the review talking <laughs> about this is the first MCU movie that I give it lower than like my lowest thing, and then he's like, "Pat, I'm so glad you liked it." I was like, "What?" I was no, like, "You didn't like it." I He's was like, "Yeah, I know." Dead. I was
2: dead. I was dead. Like, and then I clicked. I finally watched it because I hadn't seen it yet. Until I posted my review, I hopped over and listened to Leo's Geekly Goods review on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He roasted the hell out of them. Like, it was not a nice review. So I'm like, Leo, what the hell? Why are you in these streets swinging for this movie like it's your baby? I don't understand.
0: But <laughs> as far as as far as like. As far as Hannah's thing regarding the tweet that I saw that she that she uh, replied to or like quote tweeted, um, I was like, bro. So, like, I'm not an MCU fan because I dis I did not like the movie. That doesn't make any sense. I cannot stand when people do this when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes and MCU. When it's a 99, I don't ever hear a, don't trust these critics. Don't, da, da, da. da. As soon as that thing goes into the 50s, it's like, Oh, I don't care about the critics. This movie's amazing. Yada yada yada. yada. It, co- it becomes like the this whole thing, and it's mostly because of Marvel movies. Like nobody moved when Black Adam got like a thirty nine. Nobody cares. But like when it's like <laughs> when it's when it's these movies, it's like it's always the same kind of rhetoric. Like these movies have to, are so sacred. They have to be in the eighties or nineties or like whatever. Like I just don't understand why we hold so much merit to that. But as far as, like, the 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 comment of, like, you're not a fan if you didn't like it, it's, like, I think being a fan and, like, a defender is, like, two different things. Of course, like, when we, we all talk about the MCU, um, most of the time it's, like, in the group at least, it's, like, mostly, like, Leo and Hannah... Or like maybe Alex too, who are like you know, oh the MCU, you know what I mean? They'll defend it, but I think all of us can are fans of the MCU. Like I, I, I consider myself a fan of the MCU. I just think there's a lot of issues with it right now. Larry, I'm I'm sure you would consider yourself an MCU fan mm-hmm. as well, but there's just you know so you didn't like the movie. That's okay. It happens. So Look, I don't, I don't. Get I it.
2: was one of the few. Me- well, I was with Leo last year. We were one of the few. I sw- and Pat swinging for poor Thor. <laughs>
0: Oh, love loving- oh, yeah. and thunder. We went up with the only
2: ones that was about that Thor life. I actually liked. Yeah, I liked all three of their movies last year. Personally, I don't know. So I'm I've pretty liked good. Everything
1: in Phase Four except for
2: I'm Thor: loving. Love
1: and Thunder. That's the only movie that I didn't like in Phase Four. Um, and Moon Knight and Hawkeye. No,
0: yeah, I don't think I don't think there's, I don't think as far as movies. I don't. The only thing I actively dislike, like if you just. Held a gun to my head. The only thing that I actively dislike is Love and Thunder. Even Black Widow, I think I told him a couple of while ago we were doing the live show. Yeah, I was great. like, I like I like the first act a lot. I like That's like the fine. I like I just hate the third act, but I like the first act a lot and stuff. And uh even the second act is fun too. But um I think Black Widow's fine. Uh, Eternals I love, you know, of course. And then uh Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is I I like it, you know. Cheng but Qi. then Chung Chi is good, but um no
2: way Love home. and Thunder.
0: I would say Love and Thunder and Quantumania. I know Leia you love Love and Thunder. But those that those two movies are like everything that's wrong with the MCU as far as like if you put if you yeah. get all your criticisms of the MCU, those two movies are like the embodiment of like what's wrong with it. You and
1: know what, yeah. I, I was actually excited for Thor Love and Thunder though.
0: Well, I that's why <laughs> thor
1: love and thunder hurt because i when it was straight from the moment it was announced i was like oh my god i'm most excited for thor love and thunder because Taika Waititi was writing at this time he is mm-hmm. literally an academy wa- award-winning writer i love every movie that Taika Waititi has ever made i'm just i'm a Taika Waititi fan so mm-hmm. i was like Taika td writing this movie is going to change everything and it's literally going to be the best mc movie right so going into the movie i was so excited and watching the movie i really just couldn't believe what i was watching
2: so love and that thunder.
1: hurt yeah yeah but quantum media i wasn't really anticipating quantum media so going <laughs> to watch it it was just kind of a passive experience but love and thunder like actively hurt <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah i i was anticipate. i was really excited for love and thunder as well because i love ragnarok so much and i was like i love ragnarok i think it's in my top 10 of the mcu i love ragnarok so much and then like i i don't know and then i, I was really excited for the jane foster stuff and i I don't know what happened i just it just did not work for me but uh i will this say one, i think this, this film one is,
2: the one i don't know if it's an advantage or disadvantage mm-hmm. um this film specifically felt more like homework so like you can just skip love and thunder more or less like nothing happens in thor love and thunder for the greater universe which i know is some people's complaint with all of the phase 4 is that they're kind of a lot most of them are more insular they feel like their own little film not part mm-hmm. of a bigger universe maybe little tidbits but they're just kind of like their own little film um Whereas this though, for me, part of the big problem is it's just not an interesting story on its own. And no. it literally is just here to set up this, this, the future. Like, so you have to watch Quantumania because it sets up what's coming and what's gonna happen and one of our ongoing threads. So uh, I don't know that I think one of
0: my I think one of my biggest issues is that with the movie is I think they went into this saying one thing we should do differently from, like, the, the, the Infinity Saga is instead of introducing Thanos in little snippets of movies and, like, post credit scenes, we want to introduce Kang in someone's movie. And although I can appreciate trying to do something different, I, even though Kang was the best part, I think that was a mistake because... Then, like what you said, Larry, you're required to have this as a view, like so. You're you're required to watch this whole movie to because of how much it sets up the rest of the phase. Whereas the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, the first movie, it has Thanos in it, but it's not a complete and total setup of whatever phase that I don't remember the phase, whatever phase that was. It's like Thanos is here, but it's not a straight up. Like this is setting up the the rest of the phase.
1: I prefer that with the MCU movies where they kind of are more standalone than I part completely of the agree. Universe and the appeal of the MCU pre phase four was that you could jump in at any time. Yes, mm-hmm. we had big event movies like Civil War. Um, you know that's like the only one that I can think of right now. Actually, that would probably be hard to skip to go into Infinity or an Endgame.
2: But mm. even oh, so you're you even just talk about the avengers movie. yeah you're without the avengers team up obviously
1: yeah even if you did you could jump in to infinity war and endgame without seeing any of the movies beforehand and follow it very easily mm-hmm. and be able to enjoy them yeah. and i had friends who actually i had two friends who came with me to infinity war opening night and they had never seen any of the movies before and they got into the mcu because of how much they loved infinity war Mm -hmm. and they watched everything you know uh, before then and then continuing after that yeah and now it just seems like you wouldn't be able to do that because we have these set up movies when before yes there was set up in the movies but they were never like integral to viewing you know
0: yeah i agree yeah and it is it's one thing to like i remember last summer like <clears throat> i went on twitter and i got i got attacked because i was like where is this all going and one thing about old mcu that i really appreciated was the fact that all of the movies like you said cuz i prefer standalones as well i prefer like captain america winter soldier is still my favorite mcu movie and that's a complete standalone But it was it still kind of all the movies still had their way of kind of showing you what was next and what's coming without completely making the story rely on what was coming. And whereas Quantumania, with it being the first movie of phase five, it's like this is our first, first big introduction into Kang and to go into Kang Dynasty, to go into any of any of these other movies, you got to watch this and uh, even Loki, Loki introduces Kang, but it's not, It they introduce it so well to where it's not so heavy handed to where it's like, oh my God, I have to go back and watch Loki. I think you should watch Loki if you want to get into everything, but it doesn't, it didn't require you to 100% be like, I have to go back and watch Loki now to understand everything. Cause you can go into No Way Home and still understand the multiverse stuff without having to watch the whole thing at the finale with uh, Kang and Loki and all that. So I just think they, I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Again, the rest of the year seems like we're going to have some bangers. Like we have Guardians 3 coming out in a few months, and I'm super excited for that. Um, The trailers are great. And then one thing we got to get into before we can kind of get into our spoilery kind of thoughts for uh, Quantumania is these delays. Uh, Well, there's only one delay but it, it does seem like they are pushing they're trying to space out some of these projects because there was reports of like the show some shows are being pushed to 2024 instead of 2023 and it's we gotta we got, a, we got a delay for the marvels which was supposed to be coming out and i believe it was july
1: it was the july. marvel yeah
0: and they moved it to november 10th uh rip dune because like Dune is the next week, and I'm like, bro, why are we doing I've this? I've seen
1: a Dune? lot of people saying that Dune <laughs> is gonna take out the Marvels. I know oh, we God. all love Dune, and <laughs> we about. all are rooting for Dune, but we need to be so like fucking for real right now. <laughs> I was,
0: I don't the know. The Marvels,
1: I f- a lot of people seem to forget that Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. We um, need to remember that because as much as you guys want to root against the Marvels. You guys tried it with Captain Marvel, and it didn't work. And it's not going to work this time. I'm sorry there is an audience for this. There is. (laughs) And Dune is in a little bit of trouble, I fear.
0: I think Dune should move. And it's...
2: Like, who is thinking? They were chilling. You people have, like, no concept if you really think... Dune going up against any MCU film, it's not. I mean, it's gonna hurt Dune a lot worse than it's gonna hurt the MCU film. Like, you just have to come on. This one, granted, I think... and Quantumania that just got roasted, open to over 100 open,
0: million. Open to what well, we, we we got the box office later tonight, and we're gonna get cooked because,
2: like, let's be serious. Dune <laughs> is not, even with no competition, it's Dune's not making 100 million. It's opening weekend. I'm sorry,
1: it's not.
0: And, it, and it's even it's even gonna it's it's also it's gonna do better than the first one I think because of the whole Hbo max thing it's not it's not it's not gonna it's that's not, not gonna mess it up but yeah even with that it's not I I don't I think we did our predictions for Dune, I don't see it opening
2: I will up say I'm actually happy because when Dwayne and I did do our like 2023 preview. Mm -hmm. This summer is stacked y'all like it was released after release after release and they're all huge like box office should be heavy hitters. So I do think it's smart for Marvel to get out of the way from all of that madness in June and July because maybe they would have a good opening week but I do think it would hurt any sort of legs they could hope for keeping it in that insanely crowded summer. Uh, so I do think November's, and they they're known for what's, a November release. They release what's November the third movies one often
1: in November. It's the third Marvel's, movie, Dune, um, and something else. It's like back to back to back.
0: Yeah, let me go down. It's a
2: new Disney movie, but I don't think that's what you're thinking.
0: Of. I don't think I have anything. Oh, The Hunger Games.
1: The Hunger Games. Oh. That's
0: gonna do good. I'm sorry, that that is that's probably no, that's not not crazy money, but that's gonna do good. I think that's oh. gonna be the loser out of the three. I mean, yeah, we'll yeah. see, we'll see. I think that's gonna do. I think it's gonna do. Um... But this is like
2: the regular Marvel schedule again, isn't it? Like, I don't yeah, know.
0: I I don't know why they were doing May and July. I I always I was. I, mean, I, I guess think, they I like, did I like February like and
2: I like a November.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like a February. I like a November. The last time I was November. excited about that was like 2018 when it was Black Panther in February. Then you had Ragnarok and um you had no, that's wrong. You had something in February. I think it was Guardians two. And then you had Ragnarok. You had Spider-Man in that summer. We then Spider-Man you had in the summer. And then Ragnarok in November. I'm fine with that. I like that. It's like the, if you're gonna do three, what I was like that
1: the release for Ragnarok. I know Ragnarok did awesome.
2: Yeah. In November, mm-hmm. but it's such a weird like. It did. I think it did better did than in Justice in League too. Black Panther did really well in November. Yeah. Um, it, I, November slot usually does well. For and him.
0: Ragnarok cooked Justice League too. Justice Ooh. League came out in like two weeks after. And you know what like,
2: though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a lot of people don't give deadpool it's like flowers for creating yeah. that february slot but it
0: did true yeah. it's true yeah, yeah it's an and Black Panther did good in that slot as well there was no um, like
1: super was movie captain movie. marvel oh, was february
0: february no.
1: February was its original release date and then it got moved to march for women's like international women's yeah
2: history
0: month mm-hmm. and, 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 um and history. So we do have some, que- we do have questions going and, you know, regarding everything that's been going on with Marvel. So I guess we can kind of get into that. Um, if you want to send us a question, it is Cinemania2018 at Outlook.com. You can send us a question anytime and we will answer it on air. So this first question right here is, is related to all of what we were talking about. And this person here says, what do you guys think of the November move for the Marvels? And me personally, I think it's great. I um I think this whole kind of restructuring and realizing that 2022, we had way too much shit going on um as far as the movies and TV. So I'm fine with things getting spaced out a little better. Uh, move to of them shows mm-hmm. to next year too. I'm fine. I think we're getting Secret Invasion this year. And something else. But it's I,
1: Secret evasion Loki. Loki,
0: yeah. I'm totally fine with that because then you let these projects breathe and you let them have some space and stuff. So I'm cool with that. Hannah, how about you as far as the delay? I know you're sad, but yeah. your thoughts on it. I fell
1: to my knees when I found out. But you thought I was
0: joking. <laughs> I Dwayne
1: does this. He'll sit there and when I'm like, excited about something. He's like, mm, just found out it's delayed. So he said that to me and I was like, Ooh, whatever. And then I looked at the poster and I was like, no way that says fucking november um but i i fell to my knees when i found out because i'm really excited for this movie Mm -hmm. but if giving it a november release date ensures that these vfx aren't gonna look like shit like they did in quantum mania i'm okay with it
0: Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> quantum man and you look so fucking fake oh my god i Those hated the way i, I hated the way it the looked volume.
1: listen i know that the volume is a really great tool to use when mm-hmm. you don't have i don't know i don't even want to say you don't have locations available to you because that's really just not the truth but um <laughs> if kevin feige wants to say he doesn't have locations available yeah like stop
0: acting like it though like stop acting like y'all broke y'all can do this yeah what's
1: what's going Um, on here put down the volume because obviously you don't have people on those sets that know how to light movies and that's the issue i know a lot of people always want to blame the vfx artists no it's the lighting Mm -hmm. that is the issue if these movies were lit well then the volume would not look like that it wouldn't and our proof is the batman
0: Oh, agreed. And I don't buy anybody who's like, yo, I mean, it's it's a rough turnaround. I'm like, bro, the Batman. You saw that trailer after like 25%. Bro, what you're talking about? The Mandalorian <laughs> looks
1: great. The Batman looks great. There's no excuse for. I mean,
2: I do still think like that us. they overwork their VFX artists. So they, I they do. Think, especially they with how much do. they've been pumping out these past few years. I mean, it's a little, mm-hmm. it's too much. And so that, for that reason alone, I'm glad Marvel is spacing this out. Like, I. Uh, Is there a VFX like union? They need to like, (laughs) they need to stand up to them because it's too much. Like these stories, it's too damn much. So, and then I don't know. Y'all want to hate on Eternal so bad, but at least Chloe said, "No, we're going." Like, I'm hold on. We're at least getting out here for a minute. What the fuck? Like, yeah, like
0: can we go outside? (laughs) Can we we like go on location
2: for some of this? Uh, No, no, I can't just do all this. So, and what? Find a field. Y'all can, find can roast a field? it, but it's beautiful compared to what. Take a look at Eternals and take a look at Quantum Come on, man,
0: don't play. Dude, with and that. I was, I was watching a behind the scenes once. I think, it, I think it was Infinity War, and uh, they, what they, so so. I know there's a, I know like you, you pump these movies out quick, but I saw behind the scenes and you know when, uh, you know when like Iron Man goes outside and shit's going crazy like that's all like in a room. And I was like, you couldn't go to New York and just block off two streets and make it look cool. I don't know. I was like, man, y'all can't y'all can do it. I just don't know why you don't. And it, some of these movies will look so much better, man, when they go into the quantum realm and they're looking around and they're like there's quantum people and all that shit. Like, I was like, y'all are in a closet. Like, why are (laughs)
1: are y'all in a closet? I I felt like I could practically see them, like, in front of the blue screen.
2: (laughs) It was so bad. Some of of those effects, I mean, you could pretty much.
1: (laughs) It's literally, and by the way, multiple times in the movie, I swear to God, I thought I could see uh, where they cut (laughs) Paul Rudd and Catherine Newton out and placed them i swear to god <gasps>
0: yeah like no nope, like...
1: i swear to god multiple times in the movie i was like i feel like i can see like the edge of a blue screen right now because of the depositing is and so it is, fucking
2: it's bad. A, it's a bigger disney problem because well, yeah i know y'all were trying to defend it against me but that <laughs> little mermaid trailer <laughs> um... it looks awful that and VFX so work is it. wretched on that So they, I mean We've said it before, we always want to have faith We're like, alright, they got a little bit of time I doubt it um, I can't look, stand I that have, But like, same thing, all of them, Beauty and the Beast, yeah, uh, yeah. Aladdin They're not building sets Like these it's a period piece. These Disney uh, movies are period romance musicals. Build the damn mm. sets. That's what we want to see: beautiful costumes and beautiful sets. And they don't. But then we get something crazy. like Wakanda
1: Forever that looks amazing. And I'm like, so what's like?
2: It, well, I think it, it's because they I build a lot of that. So that's the good yeah. thing about something like Wakanda Forever. I do. They build a lot of those like sets for the Wakanda itself and stuff. So they mm-hmm. blend it better rather than quantum mania there's nothing real like there's nothing real on it's
0: a movie. room and it's like it, you can see it every time somebody stands up when it was uh when hank pym is like standing in front of something it's like it's so it looks you know that scene um real quick that scene when they're talking to bill murray that was not yeah. real they no they wasn't they, <laughs> none of them sat next <laughs> to each other <laughs> None of them sat next to each other None of them was with each other that day During filming, I know it They just were speaking their lines Because the way it was cutting, there was no wide shot Of the table, that was fake And I was like, bro, this ain't good And I used to, I remember Hannah and I used to Get on, like, we used to be like Eh, ain't that serious, as far as like, you know how People would go crazy with these MCU movies As far as VFX, and it's not that serious Doesn't mean it's a bad movie, whatever like that But I'm like, Quantumania I was like, why does this look like not like a like a short like college project sometimes and this is disney and i'm just i don't i'm like bro i don't know what was the scene you talking about hannah by the way
1: uh it was that scene where michelle pfeiffer gets off uh that like little jet thing that they got and or no 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 they how did they get there i can't remember the, but because the, they
0: well, the fucking the monster the yeah thing. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's when they're in that location. It looked awful, terrible turbs.
0: Oh, I when she be- has that fight with the little with the yes. little monster! Yes, oh my I god!
1: Could, I genuinely could not believe that was approved. <laughs>
2: And look, I know I, I have shock the I theater. have beef with him, but James Cameron is making y'all look a mother effing fool Marvel. Like they keep releasing is... all that behind the scenes shit from Avatar and just seeing the VFX work. Cause all that shit is on green screen. Most of everything on yeah. Avatar. Like there's not sets. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's sets, but it's not like they're on location and all that shit. They build all this stuff. It looks amazing. He is making mm-hmm. y'all look a damn fool releasing all this behind the scenes
1: remove james cameron we can go straight to fucking wakanda forever and compare there because listen if we want to go back to little mermaid why (laughs) the fuck do those underwater scenes look like that in the Little Mermaid, when they looked like that oh, in Wakanda Forever. Oh God. I, I'm
0: do you sorry. think I'm maybe it's a director afraid. thing? Maybe it's a director thing? I, I don't, don't know.
1: No, I think, I genuinely do think it's a lighting thing most of the time because okay. those I scenes know, underwater in Wakanda Forever were lit so well and they look beautiful, right? But these scenes in The Little Mermaid, I'm like, it's crazy how. But I think bad that has to works. do
2: with the director. I think, yeah, Ryan Coogler yeah. probably has a better eye, and he's like, hold up, this doesn't look right. Like we need, yeah, you know, we gotta yeah. fix this lighting. Peyton Reed just like, all right, let's go bet next. Like, oh okay, uh, <laughs> sir, no. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, um, I don't know. But Larry, you have any thoughts on the uh the delay?
2: No, I'm I'm happy about it like I am sad because I want the movie I'm excited for the film I loved Mm -hmm. that poster now why did they do that the last time somebody did that on me was Love Victor when they just like posted the Love Victor season three trailer and it was like final season and we were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we're oh, like, what? <laughs> really? Oh, said who? And why did Marvel pull that shit on us yesterday? There was no announcement. They didn't just look over here. Look over here. They dropped <laughs> the poster with November on the bottom. We were like, "Wait, what?"
0: Yeah, it I, was. Uh, um, it was no very friend. weird too. It kind of felt like something to get your minds off of Ant Man's like scores <laughs> for a little bit. Like, here's something to talk about. And uh by the way we're moving some stuff as well too. I don't know. It was very strange. I was it was out of nowhere too. But like I said, I'm I'm fine with it. Y'all got to chill. Why are
2: people saying do are people like getting their heads warped a little bit? Do they think Thor came out after Wakanda forever cuz I'm seeing a lot of people online saying Marvel has two misses in a row. And I'm like yeah. what well, maybe they talking about think- what Their last movie was Wakanda Forever Not Thor Love and Thunder So I'm like Mm -hmm. uh, Are y'all thinking that Love and Thunder came out last Not Wakanda Forever Because that's (laughs) not two misses in a row They have one of their better films right there In the middle of those two So that's also what I gotta say Is Again I know Phase 4 was so divisive It was you know We've been fighting for our lives In these streets over this Phase 4 mess Every day (laughs) But y'all The MCU as a whole is not, like, dead and garbage. There was a lot of great that happened recently in the MCU. Yes, they've had more misses, maybe, when you, you know, if you consider Love and Thunder, and now uh, a lot of people consider Eternals or this, Quantumania. Mm -hmm. But, come on, them other films there, I mean, now maybe they're just on a more usual projection for a studio most studios have misses y'all they're not all gonna be great i think that's
0: probably what it is because um it's, it's probably because of how rare a miss was. like film is subjective right but on a world on like a a world wide level and more you know as far as everybody goes most of their movies were celebrated critically acclaimed like whatever you know it's like if you go back into like 20 from like 2016 maybe to like 2019 the majority of those movies were just like banger after banger after banger it's like of course if you're if you're like you know hannah or myself we can be like well i didn't like this part project of of like 2015 or 16 or larry you can be like oh i didn't like this movie but for the majority, they were celebrated, critically acclaimed, all that jazz. And I guess what people probably mean it's like lately or something like that. It's like we've seen more we we've seen more, not overall, but we've seen more than usual the like occasional what's going on here kind of title. Like I think if you're gonna ask me From jump, I think of what's going on here kind of titles from the MCU recently have mostly been like Hawkeye. Love and Thunder and Quantumania. Those are like the the most recent things that I can just be like, what are we doing here? Where well, we is didn't really have this
2: Twitter culture in like Phase Two because I know Phase it's Two probably winners, yeah, culture, But I when we had the yeah. backs to backs of Iron Man Two and Thor, uh, mm-hmm. the Dark World. I mean, was the panic button setting off like what the <laughs> fuck? We got two bombs. Uh, these are terrible. But then again. You kinda of look and that's when critics were still being real nice to Marvel. They were still yeah. giving those films real favorable reviews, even they're not so great ones. Uh I know Dwayne hates to see that, uh Ant-Man and the Wasp, Rotten Tomato score as high as That it shit is. is crazy
0: to me. That uh, shit is crazy. That shit's <laughs> a eighty nine. I'm still I'm flummoxed. That's one of the ugliest looking MCU movies. You wanna talk about ugly movies? That gray tent, they went in, they were in autopilot for that gray tent when it came to <laughs> yeah. I just watched it the other day, and I'm like, yo, d- this, 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 is what you I don't know. That shit, that shit was crazy. I do, I agree. I'm
1: was... glad that we've left that great tint in the past, though. The VFX yeah, for real, great, for real, for real. The color grading is improving.
0: Yeah, like get rid of that tint. That that Endgame slash eight of the wall. I don't think Far From Home really had it, but like, ooh, that great tent was not <laughs> doing them no favors. I don't know why that was a thing because. Ant-Man and the Wasp is literally ugly and it's filmed outside. And it's like, they're outside for the majority of the movie and it looks horrendous. I horrend- blame the horrendous. Russos.
1: The Russos introduced don't them to it. Winter Soldier and they're like, mm, this is it. This is it for us.
0: Don't start it, please. Oh, I'm for real. <laughs> and that's
1: um,
0: what I
2: think, I, I do think I like that in Phase 4 is like we've mentioned it before. Uh, I don't know about this, but for the most part every movie looked mostly different like it most of the movies had like their directory flair to them Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. compared to previous installments like you know phases three and two specifically which really kind of got homogenized overall even though the films were really good and i think we all a lot of our favorites in the entire mcu come from like those middle phases um at least phase four it feels different I'm not we're not off to a good start in phase five, though, because this is a lot more of that homogenized looking just MCU visual everything about it. Really, like like you said at the jump, it's kind of for me, that's a good way to put it. Quantumania specifically is everything wrong with the MCU. Everything it gets criticized for is just kind of smashed into this one film.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's like, hit the panic button, but I do no. think it's like, bro, we we got to do some stuff here that's a little different. I wish they would just change up some... There's like some things... Like like you said, everything's wrong with the MCU, and it's just one of my biggest things, especially, I watched it again yesterday. Um, y'all need to pour one off my mom, because she was having a ball, and I was... <laughs> I, I was sick. I, like I, I physically, my my, my stomach. I was like, oh, she was like, oh man. When like this part when Hank shows up with like the ants and she was geeked and I was like, word, like for real. And she she was. She, Listen, she I'm hate- not
2: gonna give her too much on that moment. <laughs>
0: She was, she was geeked when they do the, uh, light. Okay. So damn, we all we like 40 minutes in, I guess, spoilers, light spoilers for quantum mania. But when, first of all, one scene that I loved was the kind of backstory for Kang and, and, uh, and, and Janet. I thought that was all great. Listen, let Michelle this, Pfeiffer let, ate let this
2: movie, let and, that be the damn home movie. For
0: movie. real, like Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer in this movie, I thought she was really, I really liked Michelle Pfeiffer. And I saw that in some of the reactions and I was like, really, that's what we're doing? But Michelle Pfeiffer was really good in here. I liked her, the whole thing with her and Kang was cool. So when she kind of turns on him and he has the suit on and she takes a thing and starts running and he just like blasts everything and he's like, majors. He, he's, he's just so he's so good. I love all that. My mom, when that was happening, she was like, "Oh, he's so fine." And I was like, "Ma, chill. Like this yeah. is this is this." But she was geeked. She loved it. I don't know what happened, bro. But
2: that one of my biggest. On him though. Oh my god, when they do that blue face, oh, it's terrible. Like what? Oh, I thought I, it was what, all right. I thought <laughs> that visual. looked terrible. I was like, what in the smurf? I can't. What, what are we doing? They did I not know. Oh my god.
0: I thought it was a high, uh, but... like,
2: Don't put that blue back on. I know it's comic accurate, but y'all can't do it, right? So Just, um, don't. just like Modoc. I know it's somewhat comic accurate, but just don't do it. That's the simple of it. Just leave <laughs> so... it alone.
1: I, I hated that whole subplot. And I need to get this off which my one? chest. Get up, which man M- one? Get up, the MODOK M- M- stuff.
0: The MODOK stuff was... No, it was bad. It was I need tough.
1: to get this off my chest. I really dislike Cassie Lang, okay? And I've never had this issue before, but I do now. Uh, that Modoc stuff with Cassie, it was the most forced, like emotional detour- Oh my God, <laughs> they wanted me to be <laughs> sobbing so bad, and I was like, "This is crazy." And it was that moment, and then her big speech that she has, and I was like,
0: "Oh, dude, you and know Ms. when?" Casser
1: Newton is just sitting there with the most blank, like look on her face saying this huge speech and I'm like I don't give a fuck I don't at all and I'm tired of this movie because the entire time it was just so emotionally manipulative but not in a way that actually got me while being emotionally manipulated. I love okay I love crying at movies. I say this all the time. I will cry at any movie you show me. I cried watching Suicide Squad the These first are facts.
0: Time. I sure did
1: cry watching the first Suicide Squad. Hold on.
0: The first. Hold
1: on. When Harley (laughs) says, You don't mess with my friends. Oh, I was sobbing, right? Emotionally (laughs) manipulative movies, it will get me 99% of the time. This movie, nope. It was emotionally manipulative. Bitch, I was sitting there, straight face. I was rolling my eyes. I was. Yeah, that
0: scene that you're talking about, that is like one of the when I rarely ever, unless I'm watching like Venom or something like that, I rarely ever put my hand over my face, but when she is like, is this thing on? Is this thing on? If you can hear me, come to the tower and fight. I said, oh my God. I was just like, what is going on? I I said this in the review, but the part when she's like, dad, drink the ooze. I was just like, bro, what? Are we okay, Peyton? What are we do? What are we doing, man? <laughs> like you didn't watch this back? This was good to you? I don't know, man. I that that her performance was so bad. And I just don't know
2: why. I know it's I know why they gave it to Cassie. Why couldn't Gentura give that speech? She should have been the one giving that fucking speech. Somebody the, else like, who can act. The, act. I. I that was terrible (laughs) and they
0: do a scene like that they do a scene like that in um one of my most underrated movies the past like four or five years is like ready player one and they do that scene in ready player one and it's so it's so it's done so much better maybe because homeboy can act but it's just it's done so much better when you're like go back it's it's not it's not a new it's not a new thing where it's like you know you're all oppressed let's come and fight you know they do that in what other Disney movies? I think it's Star Wars. The last is it the Force? Of, no, yeah, I what's mean the this last is one? like
2: a Last Jedi. Uh, the yeah, the Last uh, Skywalker one.
0: The yeah, Skywalker Rise one. of Skywalker. They do that too, and it's I feel, I've never I've never thought it was a bad scene. I actually get kind of ooh yeah, mm, you know I'm kind of jacked. You know what I'm saying? And Ready Player One, when they do that. Everybody comes out. You have a little Chucky is going crazy. The Ninja Turtles are going crazy. Batman's going like I was. I was geeked when they do it. And I don't like Rise of Skywalker. But when they do in Rise of Skywalker, when uh when our boy Oscar Isaac comes out, you know with the you know I'm like I'm geeked. When did it happen here? And everybody's like oh, I was like this fucking sucks, dude. I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like this sucks. My mom was geeked, though, but I was like this this ain't it. And this then is they got mobbed. It. Yeah, they got they got whopped, but <laughs> the, the scene when Kang does come down and starts fucking like eating everybody—that's I do think that's that's goaded, right? That that scene was good, but um, I don't know.
2: I'm gonna give a hot take. I'm a, I'm gonna post this on Twitter too. Hmm? The only reason Kang was actually intimidating was Jonathan Majors.
0: Yes, I agreed.
2: They made his power set so inconsistent, like. One moment, he's motherfucking Jean Grey level, like, over here throwing people, choking people out with the Force and shit, Darth Vader. And then he doesn't use that ever again. Like, he just has that power any other time in the movie. He has these beams, but then he can get taken down by ants, literally, and Modoc. Uh, I mean, so his powers, that, like, <laughs> anybody could have taken his ass down. Like, what What are we doing? Like I don't, uh, I
0: think uh, introducing, King, I understand the introducing of Kane in a quantum, because, you know, he's in the quantum realm. But, like, I feel like you could have got any other character to be anybody else. It just, you need a more stronger character to start Kang off with than Ant-Man, because yeah. it just yeah. does not come off as believable. And Ant-Man. You
2: know I yeah, they had to, to nuke him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it's just, what's going on? Go ahead. Hot
1: take: okay. i did not enjoy that first post-credit scene
0: uh, i actually didn't either i see i i got cooked on the review was, i said that shit was, i didn't like it
1: it was kind <laughs> of corny and it read off as like a little unintentionally racist i was like i don't mm. like this it made me feel uncomfortable well, you mean some one, of the
0: you mean Egyptian some of the like
2: off of party city that costume for that Egyptian king was I think lit. they had a
0: king they they had a king with dreads too and I was like what is we doing yeah, guys I, but I like that scene I didn't like it either I liked the last one that was cool I was loved
1: cooking. the second post credit scene and you know what's funny is that immediately from the first second that it's on screen you can tell that Peyton Reed didn't direct it this is not something that is part of the movie literally immediately I knew it was from Loki season 2 because of just how great mm. it looked compared <laughs> to <the post-credit laughs> it was more excited than anything in the movie
0: um i yeah i i agree uh there's so there's one gripe that i have just with just with like how they do some things Mm -hmm. in their movies and i don't think before before i heard i i heard this criticism but I didn't really care. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's 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 movies. You want to show the actors. But this movie, yo, why are you taking off your mask? You're in a war. Like everybody takes off their mask to speak. And I was like, you know you can speak through your mask, right? Like I don't know. And I know they love when they have to do a movie and it's like, we don't have to worry about showing their, um, you know, Thor doesn't wear a mask. Really? Dr. Strange doesn't wear a mask. Scarlet Witch, there's no mask. We can just, they can act and they can be great. But this movie, like it really hit me. Cause I heard this criticism back in Endgame and how in the end battle, anytime somebody spoke, they had to remove their mask. Like everybody has a retractable mask and, or like a nanotech mask or whatever, like with black Panther too. And I was like, I don't really care, but like this, this movie, it was so, maybe because the way it was done, it was done so bad. And, um, every time, every time Cassie had to speak, her mask was off, hope her mask was off Ant-Man. Like, I think I've seen the Ant-Man mask in the movie like twice. And I was like, this is Ant-Man. And there's no reason as to like, you can't, oh, we can't get the emotions, but you know, we, we can't get the emotions from the scenes because you can't see their face that's just that's actively not true with especially when you have deadpool the entire deadpool's movies his the mask is on and he and the majority of them you can get past emotional scenes with deadpool with his mask on as well so i never understood that even like the batman as well you can see i know you can see his mouth but i think i don't think i think you see robert pattinson's full face like twice in that movie yeah um and i just i was like i get it and you want to show the actors and The actors make the whatever they like to say, but I was like, "This is I don't like this at all. Like, why are you guys doing that so much?" That's like a minor nitpick that I have just with what they how they do their movies and stuff like that. But I'm sure, you know, like Guardians is not gonna have an issue because they don't wear masks. You know, there's not gonna be any issues with the majority of the MCU. Star Lord, yeah, like Spider Man, like like, No Way Home, like damn everybody
1: wears his mask like that.
0: Yeah, they hate masks. They don't like masks. They don't like him. That's the conclusion. Well, I his come mask down to.
1: is only there for like when the breathing and all that yeah. shit.
0: Mm-hmm. I was just, I don't know. That's like one thing that I hate. Um, okay, let's go back to some questions here. This person here says, What did you think overall about the usage of Kang and how he was defeated? I guess.
1: I thought it was underwhelming.
0: He just goes into a thing. What was that thing? I love yeah. Jonathan
1: Majors. I love him so much, <laughs> and he's so great in this movie. But it was just underwhelming.
0: Yeah, I agree. Lay, what do you think about the overall usage? I thought the usage of him was good, but he does come in so late into the movie, where I'm already annoyed. He um, is but his scenes. Movie yeah the scene was good though when he does come in and that little jail scene that they show in the trailers kind of i do think that scene was pretty good but other than that it's just kind of he comes in way too late that just damn months because like the movie is really rough until he comes in like it's really really rough that first act is just <laughs> it's not it <laughs> it's it's not it and i don't know i don't know what you do how about you larry
2: well, I mean, I thought the way he was defeated was out. Well, the, his first defeat was ridiculous with those ants. <laughs> I mean, look, I know it's kind of a joke. I, I was kind of with your ma, uh, Dwayne. I liked oh, little Michael no. Douglas coming in with them ants. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Uh, but my mom was geeked. with was the like... way them ants did. I was like, oh hell no! Like, what are we doing here? And then Mothra ramming his big old head in there to bust open the shield. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. And then the final fight Really I mean we were joking about it He should have killed Scott I'm sorry Like if you wanted to make him actually intimidating Because he gets defeated here uh, Not all that difficult It wasn't that hard to kill him in this movie No and it wasn't so, and You like,
0: can't come on. spend I, you, you can't spend the whole movie like I've killed This and I kill all one. y'all I killed all your friends i killed Thor, and then he just gets whopped by the wasp i was yeah I was... the wasp
2: pops back out who had nothing to do in this movie like what the fuck was yeah. she even i here was for gonna say
1: i i don't think that scott not dying is the biggest issue with mm-hmm. that part of the movie i think the biggest issue with that part of the movie is them going back home Yes, I was like, they "Oh, very I agree." It's a
2: reshoot,
0: and that was a yeah, reshoot. I knew
2: it was it's a damn reshoot, and you could so obviously tell by watching it that that was a damn reshoot. Why leave them in the quantum realm? That was yeah. so horrible. It
1: was so obviously set up. Scott literally says, "We both lose," and then just I don't know okay. where they're like, "Okay, the portal's back." What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, goodbye. I was like, yeah, because oh, I was like, man, if you when I was watching it, I was like, bro, if you're not gonna kill Scott, if you're not gonna kill Scott, can you do something? Can you like leave him in the quantum realm? And I like somebody was like, well, they did that in Endgame, uh, you know, in and Man and the Wasp, uh, the first that movie. He he's he's in the quantum realm until he comes back in Endgame. And I was like, well, yeah, but then he had like a movie in between that. I don't know. I I feel like you needed to you needed to do some type of like nobody everybody ended up and everybody ended ended out of this movie unscathed and yeah. even if i know it gets old but even if you got to kill one of the old folks like one of like the mom or maybe not janet maybe maybe evangeline i don't know but like i was if gonna you got to kill
2: <laughs> i'm not going to like i actually thought she was cooked janet because yeah. she was up there with kang that whole time i thought he was going to kill her when they were like in that room before you know everything got back I was low key gonna be a little mad though, because I was like, don't you kill her in here. Don't you bring her back to this trauma and shit and kill her. Because, but mm-hmm.
0: they like needed somebody. To kill yeah. I thought
2: Hank was done then for sure. I was like, all right, Michael Douglas don't wanna do this shit no more. He's over it. Like, mm-hmm. kill him. Nah, he makes it. Cassie, ma- everybody makes it. And it makes it feel like this movie was literally just a plot device, because it was so contrived how they got back into the quantum realm. Like, the way that that happened was so mm-hmm. contrived. And obviously just here because we need to go into the quantum realm. Like, it was clearly like, "Oh, okay, this is all just a plot device. And then for them to come back so easily at the end and, you know, it's all defeated, ha ha ha. It just really made this whole plot of this movie pointless. Like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, we we literally just did this movie to set off the rest of the phase five.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then going into going into the post credit too like the first post credit i love me some jonathan majors but um i just thought it was so man i don't know because every time i complain about something like this somebody's like you hate fun and i'm like no Ooh, man it was it's like it's yeah. ah. okay that's what i wanted to say but every time i say something like that it's like oh but it's camp and i'm like bro no, there's good camp they're and there's people really bad camp.
1: To say it's camp, but camp knows that it's camp. Camp is intentional. This is not intentional.
0: It was so I and and people raved about it before I went to go see it, and I was like, I saw it, and I was like, I know they do the nice little homage to the comic panel, but it's it was so it was just so hokey, and and then and then the Jonathan made it. he's like how many did you call? Oh, of us. I said, what the fuck? What are we doing? And then all the kings are like excited and they're screaming and they're like laughing. I said, what is going on? This Are they, but they, they set it up as if like, oh, we're angry at the Avengers for touching the multiverse. But they were all like so excited and cheering at a soccer game. And I don't know what was happening. It was so weird. I was like, I don't not like this at all. And, um, oh, it was so bad, but that second one was dope. Second yeah. one was nice. I like that so one. So excited for Loki yeah.
1: season two. And I'm glad that we've now gotten confirmation that Jonathan Majors will be in Loki season two. Yeah.
0: I hope it's not like a gag, though, where it's like, oh, it's Ooh. just that scene that he's going to be in. I kind of hope it's more than just that scene. Me where, too. Like, I would love for them to just go and look at, go and study, like, different Kangs. in like, uh in and- that. Yeah. just that yeah that'd be nice
1: what i guess that's kind of what they pitched loki season one as they're mm-hmm. like oh it's gonna be loki like traveling time going to different you know whatever and then mm-hmm. the show didn't really um become that which i'm fine with because we all love loki um but <laughs> I the finale of loki he was way more intimidating in that like 45 minutes of just like talking than he was in the entirety of Quantum Mania. Yeah,
0: and so when he was like, yeah, and then he's like, if you think I'm bad, wait till you see my variants. But then like that was that so great and
1: so exciting.
0: But then that line, do you go if you go to that line and then go to the damn Council of Kang scene? I was like, they seem fine to me. <laughs> they don't seem that yeah. intimidating. Maybe you're talking about the main dude who was in this, but they didn't seem even the three, the three main ones. They they look like geeks i'm sorry they didn't they didn't seem too like intimidating they looked i don't know i was it was very weird it was very very strange the way that was all going down i guess but um yeah so okay we'll do one more question here before we get off air this person here says if you had to choose eternals love and thunder and quantum which will it be well, I hope you didn't think that we were we all hate the, we all actively love the Eternals, like the three of us. So yeah, probably Eternals Eternals, Eternals bruh.
2: Wait, so Eternals. which one is our favorite of those?
0: Yeah, I guess if you had to choose it says if you had to choose Eternals, Quantumania, or Love and Thunder.
2: Oh and yeah. Eternals.
0: Um, Eternals <laughs> is, I even
2: that was it's a bit, very easy choice for us
0: here. And I usually don't care about Rotten Tomatoes scores, but man, that Eternals does not deserve that score. But I mean, mm. to each their own, I guess. Mm. But Eternals is great. Um, let's do one more since that was kind of shorter. This person here says Besides Loki, where do you see Kang showing up again?
1: Kang Dynasty? Mm, I
0: think they'll show him one more time, a few more times before. Because when is that coming out, 2025? 2020, I think. I think that's 2025. Is yeah, King I see, Dynasty? I think
1: so.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't yes. think he's not going to be in Guardians.
0: No, not Guardians. I don't think the Marvels. I think there's too
2: much in Marvels. They shouldn't try to push him in. I think there's going to be too much going on.
0: Um. Then what else? I don't even know what the movies we have next. I know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs>
2: <I> don't...
0: <laughs> Shit! What else Hold comes
2: on. out? Uh, we Hold on. Up that graphic Comic.
0: <laughs> Hold on! What the fuck comes out next year? Oh my Is Lord. It Blade? Blade? It looks like Thunderbolt. Oh, fuck that shit! shit. Blade uh, ever
2: coming out? Oh,
0: Captain America: New World Order. No, I don't see it. No. Uh, Deadpool three. No, I don't okay. see it. Blade, no, I don't see it. So I don't know. Maybe Fantastic Four? That's probably the closest thing that I think. Yeah, yeah, I can see
2: it. it. I think he should probably be in something for Fantastic Four. Um,
0: Yeah, because him and Reed Richards are very, like, connected in a way. So I. I, He makes sense
2: there. Could you imagine if he went from, like,. ant-man to showing up in fucking captain america when our captain america doesn't even have like actual superpowers and <laughs> next, next up sam takes down Kang by himself <laughs>
0: oh then, then well, you he done, he
1: done him wrapped up doesn't even really have superpowers so. he doesn't it's just a
0: suit so that's why i don't i mean i'm trying to figure out why in the ending he didn't do any of his when he when they were fighting face to face is it because his mask was off
2: i think he broke kang like punched something that kind of like fucked up his suit
0: maybe i was like why isn't he not doing anything because i'm like you trying to do hand-to-hand scott lang hand-to-hand he looks so goofy too like and i'm like scott (laughs) just like and kang kept laughing at him i'm like man
2: (laughs) come on now what are we doing here really Scott, you thought well. I mean, I guess like he said, he was just trying to get him to a spot where they both blew the hell up or something.
0: Yeah, oh, my but. mom. We came out of it. My mom, like I told you, I think I told you all this a long time ago. She hates non-powered heroes, and she doesn't even like Ant Man. So she literally came out. She said, "I don't. Ant Man's not one of my favorites, but I liked the movie." And I said, "Okay, whatever." Like I'm annoyed, but. She kept... She was talking so much shit during that fight between King and Ant-Man. <laughs> she was like, God, he fucking sucks. <laughs> and she's talking about Ant-Man because he, doesn't, he didn't do anything. He just, like... He, just, he got cooked in that damn fight. And thank God for old old hope to save him because he got cooked in that fight. And I was like, man, can you, Daredevil would have put up a different fight, and that's a whole-ass human with no sue or nothing. Like... <clears throat>
1: the thing though, it's like, if you're gonna have like this epic hand-to-hand fight at least make it with somebody who's known to be like an excellent hand-to-hand fighter because then it's just like i know ant-man's gonna get his ass whooped and he does and it does it takes like all the fun out of it because it's not entertaining to just sit there and watch him get pummeled i'm sorry it's not even um, like captain
0: america like you know anybody yeah. else who can put up a t- uh, hand-to-hand hope hope actually did teach Scott had a fight, maybe someone else in but the movie, I guess.
1: for that, though. It's, yeah,
0: but I was like, man, I know somebody else got to fight this Kang hand-to-hand. Like, if it's like a looking,
1: Shang-Chi against Kang, that'd sure. be interesting. And like, a daredevil, <sighs> like you said. Yeah. yeah.
0: He was looking goofy in that fight, and Kang kept like, mm, he said, Scott, please, what you trying to do here, bro? Like, um, but... I don't know, but as far as panic button on the MCU, no, it's not time for that yet. I think they're fine. We'll see what I, what everything else, how everything else comes out.
1: Do you guys think Blade is a real movie?
0: Um, no, I don't think it's real, <laughs> and I don't think I don't think they should be take. They should be the ones making it because they don't want to. They don't. They he keeps talking about the only R rated we're gonna do is Deadpool, and I was like, that makes so much sense, but. When I saw, when I heard that they trying to do, like, the the reason why it's not working is because, like, the vampires are, like, dust people. And I was like, what? And I'm like, so Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad, but Suicide Squad 1. When they were fighting them little monsters or whatever, and they were just, they're like, they're just, they're just, like, T- like char or whatever like that that's just what it's going to be like and i don't know it is not looking good for blade and Mahershala seems Ooh. annoyed so it's not i good feel
1: so bad um, for Mahershala because i we all pretty much know that he turned down the last of us for blade because <laughs> this movie was supposed to be filming at the same time as the last oh. of us that's how long this has been going on by the way i would um, love
0: to see that though man. I, that's
1: I, mean, I, know. I love
0: pedro but i would have loved to see that it man. was just
1: such an interesting choice and he's a two-time academy award winner so i remember when it happened and me and dwayne were like you guys are fucking insane to like, not be excited <laughs> about this we were and geeked and yeah it just it sucks man seeing how good the show is now i'm like man that's i sucks.
0: love pedro but i'm like man i, I think I would have loved to see seen something like that, like Mahershala Ali play Joel. I
1: would have loved it. I would have ate it up. I love Hitterberg Scout. Obviously, we know this. But, <laughs> oh my god. Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Wow.
0: And, um... Uh, well, Fuck
1: Kevin Feige. If I was Mahershala Ali, I'd be holding the biggest grudge right now. As soon as I watched that pilot for The Last of Us, ooh, I would have been calling Kevin Feige, saying, look what you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, all right, everyone. That is it for this episode of Cinemania Live. I appreciate you guys all for listening. I will go around to get everyone's social media. They'll start with you, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you.
2: Yeah, you can find me over on YouTube at Chili Boy Productions, as well as Instagram, Chili Boy Productions, and Twitter, Chili Boy YT.
0: And Hannah.
1: Our dedicated Hannah on Twitter.
0: All right, girl. Take some cough medicine though, all right? <laughs> and everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. As far as schedule for us, later on tonight, Larry and I will be doing uh, a box office show. to we'll talk about *Amen* and the Wask, Quantumania. And then later on, we are going to have an episode of PSITLOU. Um, it's going to be recorded tonight, but it'll get posted in the morning. So stay tuned that and that is it everyone my name is Dwayne. that was hannah and larry we'll talk to you guys soon